Welcome back to Yeah, that can't be good. A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka. Let's get going. Hey, hey, I am DW with the IMDB synopsis. Season 5, episode 13, just another day. Original air date July 16th, 2012. Wormholes cause trouble on moving day. Or is moving day causing trouble with the wormholes? While Jack tries to fix the wormholes, Fargo is determined to do something about moving day. Creators Jamie Paglia and Andrew Cosby, teleplayed by Jamie Paglia, written by Bruce Miller, Jamie Paglia, and John Herrera, and directed by Matthew Hastings. You are welcome. What did you do? What did you do? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, look, he wanted to help Grace, so I pulled some information off the data stream so he could check into it. That's it. Uh, uh, do you mean the quantum teleportation data stream? Or quantum teleportation? That, that sounds a lot like wormholes, right? Nice, Dad. Thanks. I fixed stuff up. Guys, th- that can't be the cause. That system has a quantum field stabilizer to prevent that kind of thing from ever happening. Ha. Had a stabilizer. It was on the first truck this morning out of town. Well, nobody told me that. And here's the quick cap for the series finale, Just Another Day. Eureka is preparing to be shut down. Carter is not as emotional as the rest of the inhabitants. He believes they are just pressing their luck and had already been discussing where they should go. Allison is hungry. Grace's hearing is to be that day, but neither Henry or Carter can find out where it's being held. Joe and Zane both have plenty of job offers to think about and fall into their same old habit of waiting for the other to say something before telling the other what they want, which leads to neither of them saying what they feel. Holly spends the day reacquainting herself with Eureka. Believing they have six weeks to move everything out, Fargo is upset to find the DOD is shutting Eureka down today. Fargo stages a sit-in while making calls to stop the closure. Zoe comes to town to say goodbye, and after she and Carter drive through what we later find out is a wormhole and end up in the rotunda at GD, she joins Fargo's sit-in. Henry asks Zane to get the evidence against Grace back so he can figure out a way to contact Beverly. He gets as much as he can before the system is set to overload. Carter and Joe go to see Carter's go-to suspect, Dr. Parrish, about the wormholes. He tells them that all of his equipment is shut down and cannot be causing the wormholes. When he shows up in Cafe Diem instead of the spa with his chest burnt, they realize the wormholes are not stable anymore. Parrish and Allison figure out that the wormholes are intersecting, which will bisect anything going through them. Lojack makes an appearance with Tagger chasing after them. Lojack drags Andy through the wormhole and exits in another part of GD with Andy's arm. They find Andy in pieces all over town. Zane, Joe, Jack, and Fargo figure out that it's Zane's data stream that is causing the wormholes due to the DOD taking the stabilizer that protects from this sort of thing happening first thing that morning. Henry meets with Beverly to ask her to help with Grace. He asks her to speak with the DOD on Grace's behalf, but she refuses because they will arrest her. Angry, he gives her a speech about the greater good and leaves. Zane tries to make the wormholes implode, but causes a wormhole to form in the Nathan Stark Memorial Hallway and Fountain. Carter thinks that Fargo's strong force amplifier may be able to help them. As Holly begins to remember Fargo, they are interrupted when they determine that the watch only works if someone is wearing it. Carter has to jump through the wormhole while wearing the watch. The wormhole shows him memories of all his friends, past and present, and his time in Eureka. He falls out of the wormhole on Main Street, and the near catastrophe is corrected. Holly gets a job offer from DARPA, and Fargo decides to go with her. Joe proposes to Zane with a lingerie box, and at the sheriff's office, just as Zane did in the original timeline. Beverly came through for Henry and anonymously gave the DOD evidence 
and the whereabouts of Senator Wen, who was still being held in the Matrix, with the stipulation that Grace would be released. Trevor slash Charles Grant, now known as Dr. Trent Rockwell, shows up and announces that he has bought the town. They all can stay. Fargo recommends Henry as the head of GD. Allison tells Jackie she is pregnant. Driving Zoe to the airport, Carter and Zoe pass the old Carter and Zoe on the road. Just another day in Eureka. The end. Oh, I'm on? Yep, we're okay, on. Okay, we're on. We're back right, for right, the... right. You surprised me there. Right? <laughs> Sorry. We're back for the series finale. Before I ask you what you think about it, I love this episode. And I don't want you to ruin it with your science, so I'm going to say <laughs> that I love it. Before I ruin <laughs> before it. Before you try to ruin anything for me. <laughs> All right. That being said, what did you think about that episode? I, you know, I liked it. It was a good ending. The the way they they kind of full circled the whole thing with the drive by. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it was cool. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Um, it did seem a little kind of cobbled together. You know, like we know yeah. they had to. Oh, they absolutely had to. Yeah. They weren't going to get that episode. It would have yeah. ended in the last episode. You know, with... no wormholes are popping up. Yeah. And, you know, his Jeep appears in the middle of GD and everybody's, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, it's no big deal that there's a, just a wormhole all of a sudden. And no one felt really concerned about the wormholes popping up everywhere. At the beginning, no, they, they didn't. Were and, and it was concerned almost... about it, but it was more concerned about... Having to leave. Everybody's losing their job. This is so not okay. This is not okay. Please eat something. I have a whole warehouse full of organic perishables. You know what? Actually, I'm starving. You got it. Uh, wow. You know, I'll never forget the day you and Zoe walked through my door, Sheriff. Yeah. I knew she'd go from delinquent to doctor, huh? <laughs> but she's, she's flying back in today to say goodbye. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Honey, I'm sorry. They started taking his truck apart. I think that was just a truck joke. Maybe, oh, we've yeah. lost the Jeep again. Yeah, maybe. But I just thought it was weird that all of a sudden they're taking his truck. That's my assumption because it obviously didn't make much sense for them to be doing that. And in the just of mover guys come to empty Section 5. We're here to clear out Section 5. And they're just mover guys. Yeah. <laughs> in overalls. Hi, we got the truck. We're here to move. Oh, when yeah. they came in Fargo's office. You, yeah. you know, I wrote that down because <laughs> I have all the DVDs. And when I first got them, I watched all the commentaries. Oh, yeah. Although I don't remember most of them. But I think I watched <laughs> this one more than once. Well, number one, the moving guy, Robert. Yeah. Is Matthew Hastings, who is a director and a producer. Okay. But the whole purpose of that scene was... It was kind of a, like a backhanded sci-fi insult, kind of a joke, because they said, oh, we're supposed to have six weeks. Oh, well, you didn't get the memo. memo. Yeah. You're leaving today. Yeah. You know, so I think that was the whole purpose for that scene. Yeah. You know, but Section 5, super important stuff. Right. Send the movers. <laughs> right. Hire Acme Moving to go move all the stuff. <laughs> you know, oh, there's wormholes. Well, maybe something got jostled in the move. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Really concerned about it. You know, you didn't lose your china cabinet here. <laughs> So Carter, as always, doesn't seem concerned about having to move. He was actually talking in the last episode of where they should move. But Carter being Carter, he's always fine. He never says what he feels. Yeah. Like, are we to believe that he wouldn't be upset from moving away from his two best friends? I mean, Allison's going with him, obviously. But Henry and Joe. But he's supposed to be the stoic character of the thing, you know. 
But then again, I like the way they did Holly rediscovering Eureka. Yeah. While everything else is shutting down. Yeah. I thought that was cool the way they... It's like a brand new day for her. She doesn't remember any of it. Right. And And she's rediscovering it like we did in the pilot. You have everything you could possibly (laughs) think of to eat in here and it's free? (laughs) Yeah. Like us in the pilot. She's discovering it like we did. Yeah. Except that everybody else is getting ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Taggart comes back. Yes. With his dog. Is that the same dog from episode That's one? That's Lojack, yeah. That's Lojack. It's a callback to the first episode. Does he call him Lojack? Yes, he does. Does he? Yes. Okay, I must have missed In that. In between bad dog, but yeah. Oh, yeah, because that's very, all I heard was bad dog, The very dog, first dog. time, I think he calls him Lojack, but after that, it was I bad dog. I started to think that there was some kind of weird time loop going on with him, because he's just bad dog, bad dog, <laughs> and then walk down another hallway, bad dog, bad dog. <laughs> I was laughing at yeah, that. I, was I like, thought this it was poor a... guy's running around in circles. Yeah, but I thought there was a weird time loop I didn't even think of that yeah. I just thought it was hilarious you know like he'd appear from nowhere yeah. bad dog bad dog and just keep going like he wasn't really there right. it was just a weird... oh, that, I didn't even think of that yeah. but yeah but Taggart's one of those characters and it's nothing against the character I love him yeah I like the character but he's one of those characters that you don't realize he's gone until he comes back yeah I always like completely forget about him yep until he comes back. And then he's back. And you're like, hey, and then he's like, hey, hey, yeah, he's been around yeah. in a whole season. I know. It's funny. And when he does come back, it's like he never left. Right. Exactly. So he, I so. guess you know, the only other, the only time he came back where everybody knew he was gone was when they had the ice core. Yes. And he was away doing the ice core. And right. they all knew it. And he right. came back with it. And they're like, hey, you're back. But right. every other time it's, hey, Dagger. So he's apparently working in his lab or whatever all this yeah, time. Whatever we he just does. Don't happen to see him. Yeah. Or it's just something that he does. True. I mean, I yeah. have friends like that that, you know, I like, talk to and, hey, how you doing? And then I don't see him for two years. Yeah. And when I do see him, it's, hey, how you doing? Yeah. And Grant uh, Imahara makes a cameo. Now, which one's he? The Mythbusters. Oh, Grant, I Grant didn't Imahara. Okay, I didn't even yeah. notice that. He was with Emo? Was that him? Yeah, he was the, okay. the little robot. Because he's a robotics guy. Okay, I didn't you know? even... Oh, you didn't notice? No. Grant? No. Yeah. And then when I did see him, I was like, hey, I don't know why he wasn't a regular on that show. That's his thing. Robotics is his, you know, yeah. for real thing. You know, he's MIT. He's the, he's the oh, real deal. Got right by me. And even if I had the Amazon thing on pause with the names of the people, I, I don't think I would. Well, I was a Mythbusters fan, so yeah. I used to like that show. I watched it a little bit. But I just remember the red-haired guy with the beard. Adam. Adam Savage. Glasses. Him I would recognize anywhere, but. Yeah. Well, he's the most outspoken and famous yeah. one of all of them. Once you say it. Yeah. I know that, but. I don't think I would have known that on my own. Yeah, like Adam Savage does cameos everywhere. Yeah. He's, you know, he's in a lot of different Yeah, stuff. I've seen him in a lot yeah. of things, yeah. It was cool seeing him in the uh, the cameo. And there was a bit of a Doctor Who moment that I, I kind of enjoyed when uh, Carter went through the wormhole. Because he had the thing and, you that's know. That's my favorite scene. And yeah. that's like going through the time and space tunnel yeah. Yeah. in Doctor Who. Yeah, and that's true. The, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Everything. That's my favorite scene. I always watch that because I like to see if I can catch everybody that's in the flashbacks. Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Carter, as always, his first suspect is always Parrish. Yes. I don't know. Did their plan work? Did he do what he was supposed to do? He was supposed to be in the wormhole, use this thing. Yes. Okay. You saw the wormhole dissipate in the sky. They've I mean, been popping up and disappearing all over yeah, the place. Yeah, apparently you're supposed to... I wasn't clear on whether or not that it, it closed. Because it was such an unimportant part of the whole show, the whole wormhole thing, which I thought would have been, you know, this was how many times did they almost destroy the Earth? Right. No wonder they're getting closed down. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're supposed to assume that it worked, although... But no one ever said, hey, that worked great. That was a good idea. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah, good job, I, Carter. He just fell out of the sky. Hey, Henry, how you doing? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we were yeah. supposed to assume it worked. I guess. Yeah, because the show was more about the town closing, but they had to have some disaster going on. You I know? don't think they needed the disaster. <laughs> they didn't need the disaster. I mean, I like the way it ended, but I always thought that instead of Grant coming back and buying the town and going back to business as usual, they should have let the place close and then do the here we are 10 years later and have like uh, everybody meet up at say like the Cafe Diem in okay. Chicago that he just opened his new restaurant and okay. you know it's a big hit and like six know, feet under they showed at Joe and Zane died. come yeah. in with the twins in the stroller yeah. and everybody's got their new gig and their new jobs it's kind of like the end of the documentary where they have the words of what happened to them. Yeah, that's a good idea. They should do that as a movie. Yeah. They could still do that. But they wanted the happy ending. Everybody's back to normal. Right. But that made me think that the shows it's going to be resurrected. I know, and it wasn't. No. Well, I thought if it didn't get resurrected, that at least they could come back and do Christmas episodes because those were standalone. Yeah. They didn't follow the plot. I was kind of hoping that would happen at least. Yeah. And Doctor Who's not doing uh, Christmas episodes anymore. Oh, really? No, nah, they're doing New Year's episodes. Really? Why? Yeah. Uh, new crew took over the show. Yeah, I'm a little behind on my Doctor Who. I've been watching it more out of habit than anything yeah, else. Yeah, no, I'm a little behind. Uh, I watch it and it just upsets me. <laughs> like we said, Carter suspects Parrish, but Parrish says he's completely gruntled. Oh, on the contrary, I am fully gruntled. Global Dynamics has never appreciated my talents. Now that I am a free agent, the world is my oyster. They cracked yeah, me up. I don't you know were why. A disgruntled. Yeah. He's like, I am so gruntled. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. <laughs> I wonder if that's an actual word. I don't being, think so. Being gruntled. I wonder. How, yeah, of I disgruntled. Should, if, I should look if, that up. If, yeah. I don't know. Now, if you will excuse me, it is quarter to Isaac time. Wait, I am going to the GD Spa for a cucumber facial and seaweed body wrap. I have job interviews on Monday, and I want to look as good as I feel. I've earned it. One of my favorite scenes is when Parrish comes through the wormhole into Cafe Diem. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> this is not the steam room! the girl who drops the spoon and I think that's the funniest part this random person and they, they never put the camera on some random person yeah. it's just this random person drops her spoon and what does Vincent say mantastic <laughs> so where exactly were you I was walking from my treatment room to the steam room and bam he was right here in the bus he was amazing huh, go on yeah I don't think that's what she meant hold on I remember getting wormholed by Dr. Fargo. And I think I liked it. Good for you, honey. And that, isn't that the first um, instance where that the Cafe Diem guy there, his name is like... Another, Vincent. Uh, Vincent, yes. yes. I'm good. You know, there was two seconds and my mind went blank. <laughs> <laughs> but first instance where he acknowledged that he was gay. It I was, took it that way? Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's no other way to take it. Yeah. So I don't know if they weren't allowed to have an openly gay character on the show. It's hard to remember. And then at the finale, he's like, what are you going to yeah. fire me? I mean, maybe he just wasn't a major character enough to delve into his life. His backstory um, and stuff like that. Because even yeah. in the clip show, way back in the clip show, everybody had clips of memories in Eureka. And his clip was about the time Carter was spraying mustard. 
playing Martha. Oh, yeah. Invisible Martha. Yeah. So it wasn't even like his clip. Yeah. It was and a it, Carter clip right, with him standing in it. Because he doesn't have any clips of his own. Yeah. You know? And I think for the clip show, they should have made up a shot a clip. Yeah. For him. You know? But they didn't. They gave him one of somebody else's clips. Yeah. But he was a good character. I he was. Character. I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. The restaurant owner. Yeah. The gossip of the town. Yeah. Everybody, you know, he knew right. everybody else's business. He had no backstory. It was yeah. just Vincent in Cafe Diem. And I think really the only time we ever saw him out of Cafe Diem unless there was somebody's wedding that he was catering, yeah. um, was when they thought aliens were attacking and he was out with uh, Fargo and oh, watching Spencer the movie. and Joe with yeah. a gun. You know, yeah. Vincent with a gun. But I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the only time they let him yeah. out of the... Whatever happened to that character? I don't know. Uh, I kid. liked him. Henry's uh, apprentice there. Yeah. Well, he helped Henry, but he also ran the store next to Henry's garage. There was yeah. a convenience the, store. The convenience store, yeah. gas station, yeah. next to the I don't garage, know. and that just, all went away. He was Right. He yeah. was just gone. I don't know. Yeah. That was, was Henry's gig at the beginning. Right. He was the gas station guy. Right. I don't know. You know, he fixed the cars, the gas station, right. and had little hobby jobs on the side. And now, at the end, he's director of GD. Which is kind of cool because now they get to run GD the way they want to run GD. Yeah. And Henry, having the mindset that the consortium has, even though he's yeah. not involved, can run it the way he sees fit. And I wonder if he's going to redecorate because, you know, Fargo's office is all imported. It's all white <laughs> and imported. But then in one of the timelines when he was the head of GD, the head right. of GD, wasn't his office all white too? I can't remember. And he was wearing the all black, yeah. the black Nehru jacket. But I can't, I can't remember. Looked what like his... uh, Morpheus from Matrix. What his office looked like. I never saw the Matrix. <laughs> I know, I know. I told you that before and I thought you were going to have a stroke. <laughs> For people listening, my <laughs> eyes are rolling. <laughs> but one of my favorite lines, not lines, dialogues in the series. And I think I said before, Carter and Zane just crack me up. Now that they don't hate each other, but yeah. they're kind of like somewhere in between Carter and Stark and yeah. Carter and Henry. I mean, they're yeah. kind of in between. Back in, I forget what episode it was, when Carter hadn't told Joe about the Matrix relationship. Yeah. And Zane says, well, yeah, just staring at her all creepily. That's the way to go. I like their back and forth. Yeah. And this one, when Carter asks him if there's something that can create wormholes, and he says, like my random wormhole generator. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have one of those? <laughs> I don't know why. I always remember that line. It makes me laugh yeah. every time. You have one of those? No! <laughs> Zane, we have wormholes popping up randomly all over town. You, do you have any project here that could be causing it? Like my random wormhole generator? You have one of those? No! But it, it, it's possible that something got jostled and reactivated when we were packing, so let's start looking. See, that's something Stark would have said to him. Yeah, but Zane says it nicer. Yeah. Like, they get along better than Nathan and... Yeah, Jack Nathan and Carter... Got along, did but... Not, they, well, they got along out of necessity, right. really. Uh, but they just really, truly did not care for each other. Right. And, as always, Zane and Joe won't talk. Carter, you, you talk to Joe about where she's going after here? Uh, no, I've been a little bit busy. Why? Well, I'm just trying to figure out what she wants, because she's not really saying... Wow. Before a wormhole relocates you to another zip code... I want to try talking to her. Yeah, I know. Same as your drama. <sighs> right to the very end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just making a list of the pros and cons as to why we're actually saving this place when they're just going to shut it down anyway. But I'll get back to you. Well, you could always meditate on how you feel about it. Maybe I will. 
I'm going to uh, go and check out some of the labs. Not when I remember talking to her. Not when I remember. It's not my fault she talks back. Parrish, you know, seems like he's going to take advantage of Holly's memory loss. Yeah. And take full advantage of her not remembering Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying. Yeah, he, he was. was trying. Yeah, so he was kind of devious to the end, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, he's Parrish. Right, but know? there was a, he had a couple of good spots in the last couple episodes, yeah. you know, when he went to comfort Fargo when he thought Holly was dead. Yeah. And, you know, when uh, he tried to help Zane, well, both of them escaped GD from the body snatchers. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, every time I watch a, a finale... The ending of this was good. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the ending of uh, this thing with them driving in the past. Right, it re- right. It re- kind of reminded me of the... You remember the uh, Newhart show mm-hmm. when he owned the hotel? When he, when he woke up with yeah, his other wife. Yeah, when he woke wife. up with his other wife. Yeah. That was a fantastic That ending. was the best ending ever. I think <laughs> it's still all, the best ending ever. Yeah. Yeah. But it always makes me think of uh, spinoffs. So what do you think would have been a good Eureka spinoff? The Joe and Zane story... The Andy story. I don't know. I love Joe and Zane, but I don't know if they would if they be able to carry, carry a whole show because show. they're just too much. I yeah. Mean, after a while, um, I don't know. Yeah, I can't I know. really I think, can't of, a think of a good one. A good spinoff that I would want to watch. Yeah. Like I love Henry and Henry running GD, but he would have to do it with all the people there. Oh yeah. Know? No, you so, couldn't have Henry. Right. Henry. It would have to be a totally different right. thing. Like right. if they put Henry, if the place did absolutely close and everybody went their own separate ways and you put Henry in a garage somewhere right doing something I don't know what he would be doing that would be interesting enough to watch every yeah. week you know he would have to become a investigator or something yeah yeah so you know weird things would happen and yeah. he would go investigate them as Henry I mean Vincent opening a restaurant but then I don't know what I mean, you could probably make a make a spinoff somehow around that somehow yeah. in some weird way. Yeah, Vincent would be a good anchor character, but you need you would need other char- yeah. main characters. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything. That stuff happens to because right. you know Vincent cannot leave the restaurant. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anything yeah. actually. Why do you have something or you? Just no, can't? that's what I'm just. Yeah. Yeah, but I always think every time a show ends, I, I immediately go to what would the spinoff what would, be? What would the spinoff be? And sometimes, you know, the people that do have the spinoffs, you're like, where did that come from right. out of left field? Right. You know, yeah. Like, who thought the Joey show was going to be a good <laughs> spinoff of Friends? <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, whose idea was that? Did everybody else say no and he was the only one that was like, yeah, I could use the money? I don't know. I never watched that, but I heard that. Yeah. Well, um, Frasier worked. Frasier worked yeah. as a good spinoff, yeah. you know, because those were good characters. Right, right. You know. And then they added another good character. His, his brother. brother. Oh, my God. Niles was We didn't great... need Frasier. Yeah. I loved Niles. He was yeah. hilarious. When they're in the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Hummingbird? <laughs> When he's swatting bugs. Oh, my God. I love that guy. See, that was a good show because yeah. it introduced new characters that right. were really good. That were better than the original, the main yeah. character, in my opinion. Well, I guess it's kind of a testament to the cast and the characters that they put together. Yeah. We like them so much together that we don't want to see them without each other. Yeah. Oh, and then there's a couple of callbacks. Well, the emo was a callback to a, the, what do you call it, episode with Tiny. When they oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, Lojack and Taggart was yeah. called back to the pilot. But when Carter says, I'll be the carefulest, 
know. The carefulest, and Parrish rolls his eyes, and, yeah. and Carter says to him, I know that's not a word. Yeah. You never hear him say that Yeah. At, in any of the series, except in Henry's timeline. Yeah. Which is what I noticed that was different about the timeline, is people were rolling their eyes at Carter's. It was like in Henry's timeline, he had been there longer yeah. than he was in the original timeline. And people were like, ugh. You know, he's making up words again. And he said that, I think, more than once to people. I know that's not a word. So that was kind of a callback to that. And then Senator Wynn. I knew that the DOD eventually found her in the Matrix because they couldn't keep her there forever. I didn't realize that she was there that long. I, for some reason, thought it was earlier that they found her and arrested her. And I don't know why. I I've thought that. Well, no, he turned, that's how he got his wife out of right. jail. He turned her in. She was in her own matrix since. Right. I didn't realize, I knew when they when Beverly put her in the matrix that they did eventually find her, but I didn't realize it was in this episode. Yes. Yeah, I thought I she was uh, out long before. Yeah, no, I, I just assumed because that's how that, that whole thing ended with right. her being in her own matrix. So I assumed that, yeah, she's still there. So this is a dumb question, but I thought about it last night when I was watching again, when Fargo was doing a sit-in and yeah. Zoe was there, and then Holly comes. Fargo, get out! We gotta put your thing in a hole before it blows. You heard the man? Does Zoe know Holly? Yeah, she has to. Why? Holly's been around for a while. Yeah, but was Zoe around all of season four? At all? I only well, remember Zoe her. was around when Holly first came. She was? Yeah. All right. I don't know what made me think of that. When but. Senator Wynn sent the new, this new lady that's going to be checking up on everybody. Right. And it, for some yeah. reason, I didn't. I thought Zoe, Zoe was already at school. Well, she was she away, but she was back and forth. Yeah. You know. I don't remember well, her She coming. had to have known Holly. I remember her coming back once when um, yeah. her and Joe had to save the town. Yeah, I guess Holly would have been there at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And then even if they never met face-to-face, they would know of each other. Yeah, of each other. Yeah, I'm sure. Because, you know, she comes over to Fargo and first thing she (laughs) says is, who the hell is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's my girlfriend. You're what? (laughs) Well, my girlfriend who doesn't remember me. How did I not know that? But like I said earlier, my favorite part is the wormhole. I just love all the flashbacks. They managed to get almost everybody in this episode, yeah. whether it was through flashbacks or having them just appear, like even just how yeah. Emo appeared, you know, yeah. just for no reason. But in the wormhole, there was a very quick flash of Kim and, of yeah. course, some of Nathan and even Tess yeah. and even Stan Lee. Uh, yeah, Stan Lee, I noticed him. <laughs> but we never saw Lexi. We never saw Eva Thorne. We never saw Lucas or Spencer. Hmm. And I wonder if we didn't see them because I know if you put their face in an episode, they have to pay them for an episode. But I think they also have to have their permission. So I wonder why. Because Eva Thorne was a main character for a whole season almost. And Lexi was pretty much there for a whole season too. Yeah. And Lucas, I don't think, was in there. And Spencer wasn't in there. So I wonder if they just couldn't get permission or they just figured... Or didn't bother. Some of the people they put in... Like, Kim, she was an important part of the show, but she was never a main character. She only showed up, like, three yeah, or four times. Yeah, she wasn't a main character, but she, she was, was important. integral to, yeah. what, three different things. She was a, she was the main computer. She was right. at one time Henry's wife. She got killed at GD. Yeah. She got her memory wiped by, what's his name there? Yeah, her, her husband at the time. I can't yeah. remember his name now. So she had, she had an important part to yeah. play. Yeah, Where Carter's sister... Was just annoying. I know that... just you... annoying. <laughs> but she... I didn't like her. But... And just thinking about her is making me angry. Sorry. <laughs> but during the... 
wormhole flight that he was in, there was a flash to Henry's timeline with Allison getting out of the bed pregnant. Yeah. Which he has flashes. Well, and you know, you're thinking this is all those flashes were in Carter's head. Right. But he remembers some yeah. of it. And he still knows that Henry did something and was hiding something from him. Yeah. But um, he remembers everything. I want, I want to say that he Carter remembers every single timeline. I don't think he remembers and that every one because Henry erased every... his memory, remember? Yeah, but it all started coming back. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's had flashes yeah. throughout, like with the Book of Sonnets when he saw that. Yeah. When they did the dream sequence, that was Carter's dream, not Henry's. Yeah. Something else along the way. And at the end when Allison tells him she's pregnant, he yeah. says he's having a little deja vu. Yeah. So, yeah. But I was glad they included that timeline. It was only one episode, but it was kind of important. To put it on the pile of timelines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But again, I always say I love Carter's physical comedy when he falls yeah. out of the wormhole. I mean, he makes that face at Henry, and Henry could have helped him up, and that would have been the end of yeah. it. But he went on with trying to walk. He's just yeah. so funny. He carries it farther than you would expect, and it's hilarious. I just always <laughs> think he's hilarious. Like when he's... <laughs> I'm making a face. Nobody can see it, but... <laughs> And then finally, Carter admits that he'll miss Eureka. Yeah. And then the proposal, again, back to the original timeline, the lingerie box thing was Zane's first day in Eureka. Yep. And Joe was even wearing her sheriff Her pants. sheriff with the, uh, with the, with white, the white t-shirt, beater, uh, yeah. t-shirt on. Yeah. But see, Zane doesn't remember that timeline, but obviously I'm sure Joe's told him about it. Yeah. If she didn't tell him about it, he wouldn't know why, what yeah. the lingerie box was about or the sheriff. And he box. says the same thing that she said. And I suppose you want me to try this on. That's right. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. I forgot. And then we get, what's his name, James Callis? Trent Rockwell. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer Dr. Trent Rockwell. Sport. Seriously? Why, why, why did you choose that name? Well, travel around so 20th century, right? Trent Rockwell, I feel, conjures the essence, the, the entrepreneurial spirit of a visionary billionaire. A billionaire with so much foresight, he's just sunk his entire fortune into a ridiculous project with little chance of financial return. What are you talking about? I got a call from Douglas. He told me about your funding being cut off. He also gave me a very persuasive argument for keeping the doors open. Okay, so as I'm watching that, I remember the big discussion about how he changed his name where he got the stocks from, how come he gets to yeah. keep the stocks. Right. All right, now we have another name. Yeah. How did this work? Nobody ever told us how stocks work. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he could have just legally changed his name. You know, people, people could do that. Yeah. When you are assuming someone else's identity, then I think that's when you get into the financial difficulties. Yeah, but when well, he went when from you... 1947 to present day Eureka and he had stocks that he bought in 1947. Right. That, that's I not don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how that was. But changing his name to Trent Rockwell, he could have done that through the courts. What an awful name. <laughs> uh, he's an awful guy. And then when he gets in the car to leave, you could see Jamie Paglia in the background, the creator of the show. Oh, one of the people clapping. Oh, okay. He's the only one I recognize. The yeah. other people standing with them probably have something to do with the show, too. Yeah. But him I recognize. Clapping as the cars as leave the car away. Does. And then that made me have to go back to Cafe Diem and look at all the people that oh, are sitting there to see if I can recognize anybody yeah. else. But I didn't. But that doesn't mean they weren't there. Yeah. You know, Maybe we, the girl at uh, in the restaurant that dropped her spoon. I Maybe wonder, yeah. A, no, uh, I should have. Went, I should go back and look at that, that scene. Because they put the director in, so they put the creator. Now that I'm thinking about it, though, because a lot of things are callbacks to other episodes, mm-hmm. 
Grant Amahara, was he in one of the first episodes? Well, I thought I recognized him, but then I wasn't sure. See, I don't know if I'm like remembering this episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When you get confused and everything. I thought there was a time, and I think it was maybe the tiny episode. That, that he was, he, uh, might he, have was been. he did a cameo then too? I don't know if I'm just remembering him in this episode. Yeah. And thinking it was an old, you know how, because yeah, everything yeah, yeah, blends yeah. together. I don't know. Yeah, see, now I have to look that up. I don't know. Or if somebody out there knows the yeah. answer to it. And then we have Carter and Zoe passing each other, which was the perfect ending. Yeah. Perfect yeah. ending in the, on the road. Was that planned from from day one? Was the passing the, each other at yeah. the road? You're was supposed that? to appear shocked when I tell you this story. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? All right, and we'll we'll probably have to talk about this again with uh, Kim and Doug Gramley. Uh, but I watched a a Eureka reunion panel. Okay. And Nathan's what's his name? Nathan Stark. Nathan Stark, but what's his real name? Why can't Tony I? Stark's brother? Stop. Oh my God! Why won't it come to Ed Quinn? Because <laughs> I know that you hate. You were upset about the artifact. Yes, the, about the not finishing the artifact finishing. story. The way he understood it originally. Nathan was supposed to discover that the artifact was the Big Bang and the beginning of everything. Ah, and that was the remnants of the Big Bang Whatever. left as so the artifact. So what, what he was told was supposed to happen was that season would end with him pushing a button and the whole series would reboot, which is how they were going to use the car going oh. back and forth. Oh, okay. But between when he was told that and the next season, everybody, the writers or whoever oh, came up with that storyline, got fired. Regime. Yeah, okay. yes. <laughs> so yeah. it kind of it kind of ended up in limbo. So it was planned to use it at some point, but use it was it. not it planned was, as a finale. It, not as far as from what yeah. that panel said, but they did end up using it. They did end up yeah. using it, yeah. But it would have been absolute genius to begin a series. Knowing that the series is, is going to end and we're going to film this scene and use it at the end yeah. of the series whenever that's going to yeah. be. That's you know, a stroke of genius. Now I'm starting to think that someone was like, okay, well, what do we do now? Well, you know, remember they drove past each other? <laughs> yeah, let's use that. Like an afterthought. And that could be. Yeah. That, I'm just telling you the story that was told. And that's what he was told. I'm not sure that they didn't change their mind somewhere along the line. Yeah. And it wasn't because everybody got fired. But that's what he was told. Oh, okay. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah. yeah. That they didn't plan it from the very beginning. Well, and then they probably did plan it once they decided they weren't going to go that way. They said, oh, we'll save it to the end. And you just make it look like Eureka is going on with all the timelines in play. Yeah. And we'll deal with that tomorrow. What else you got? <laughs> That's all I got. That's it? Yeah. All right. So this is our finale. This is the last episode. This is the last episode. Two years and we're done. But we will be back with a series finale discussion. So do not unpress that like button. (laughs) (laughs) And do not unpress the follow button. (laughs) Keep it going. Because we will be back. back. If anything comes up, we'll always come back for a bonus episode. Like Doug Gramley goes to the Hallmark Con next year, and there's Eureka people there. Hallmark Con? It's a Hallmark Comic Con. It's not a Comic Con, but it's Christmas Con, they call it. 
Uh, and it's Hallmark for Hallmark greeting, Christmas greeting movies. Cards. No, Hallmark Christmas movies. Uh, you know okay. how they run Hallmark Christmas movies 24-7 from October to January? You, do I you guess. know that? I don't okay. know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's all I watch in October to January. Oh, okay. They're sappy, they're hilarious, but they're Christmas. Okay. I don't watch the Hallmark Channel any other time of the year only <laughs> to watch Sign Seal Delivered, which hasn't been on in a while. But I always watch the Christmas movies. And Doug Gramley's wife always watches the Christmas oh, movies, okay. so he was nice and went to the Decided Hallmark. To go to his, and, to but side. a lot of Eureka people are in the Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh. So last year there were no Eureka people there, but next year if he comes across any Eureka people, ah, he's under strict orders, to, orders get to get interviews, right? And if Doug Gramley ever writes his fan fiction episode about Space Camp, we'll be back with that too. <laughs> Space Camp. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Love to hear it. <laughs> you will. Love it's it's great, it. actually. It's a great idea. All right. So we'll be back, like we said. I don't know when we'll be back with the series finale episode, but we will be back shortly. See you later. Bye-bye. Oh, oh. I remember now. You guys are smart, but the sheriff is the strong force. He holds it all together. He always does. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Come back next time for Goodbye, Erica. We'll be back soon. I'll be seeing you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Eureka. Bye, Erica. <laughs> Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.